This is Healthcare's Missing Logic Podcast, episode number 126. Today, we're talking about the polarity of candor and diplomacy and why this is such an incredible polarity to manage during these really challenging times. Stay tuned. Welcome back to Healthcare's Missing Logic Podcast. This is the only podcast that shows you how to leverage polarity intelligence, an essential competency for healthcare leaders and the missing logic in healthcare, so you can create healthy healing organizations and become a thriving, resilient, and unstoppable healthcare leader. We are your hosts, Teresa Christofferson and Michelle Troset. We've been best friends and colleagues for over 30 years. And during that time, we coached healthcare leaders across North America around how to create healthy healing organizations. Today, we coach healthcare leaders and leadership teams to live thriving, resilient, and balanced lives, combat burnout, and create the best places to give and receive care. This podcast is for the unsung hero of healthcare, the healthcare leader. We want you to know we see you and we'll be here for you each week. In this podcast, we're going to challenge healthcare's industry norms, flip limiting beliefs, and share proven strategies so you can be your best self at working at home, live and lead intentionally, and experience well-being and joy. We are glad you are here and look forward to sharing the journey with you. If you aren't totally convinced this podcast is for you, just listen to a few episodes and convince yourself. Welcome to Healthcare's Missing Logic Podcast. I am one of your hosts, Tracy. And I am the other host, Michelle. And we couldn't do this without each other. Nope. <laughs> We're yin and yang We're here yin. in action. We are. We are. And uh, I would say, <laughs> Michelle, this has been quite an interesting time. Uh, like, well, how many months of an interesting time? Yes. If we had $100 for every time we said that, man, we'd have some pretty good money, right? <laughs> Definitely an interesting time in history. And but, we are here to... Be a part of it. And it's a polarizing time, like Ooh. one of the most polarizing times in our history. I've never seen so many people avoiding conversation with each other. <laughs> Me I mean, really. Me right? Because it is so polarizing. The perspectives are so polarizing right now. And I just, you know, I think it's a great time to learn about polarities and polarity yes. intelligence. <laughs> just in time. Polarity intelligence, just in time. <laughs> really? I mean, this is... <laughs> this is a unique time in history, and I think we're poised to be open, to learn, to understand, right, mm -hmm. polarities. And I think mm -hmm. there are a lot of polarizing perspectives, and polarizing perspectives just are different perspectives, points of view, right, um, and values. Yes. They appear to be opposite or conflicting, um, and it's important to know when you have opposite conflicting points of view, whether you've got a problem you're trying to solve or a polarity you need to manage. Because how you go forward in that conversation is totally different. Oh, yes. When you have a problem, you, you probably have a, you know, a right and a wrong way forward, mm -hmm. right? One of those perspectives, one of those values is the one that you need to solve the problem. Right. You're going to make an either-or choice. But when you have a polarity and you have conflicting perspectives or points of view or opposite points of view, both are necessary. Both are equally important. And you're not going to achieve your greater purpose if you don't have both. So that changes the conversation. It does. Right? It really reduces the fear mm -hmm. because both are equally important. Both are necessary. One is not more important than the other perspective or point of view. Both are right. 
both are needed and that create that can really create a sense of hope and reduce the fear that people experience. It's a gift, actually. It is. It's only when you don't recognize it and you treat a polarity or one part of a polarity as a problem that yeah. when you get have, into trouble. Yeah. When you get unipolar thinking, Unipolar right? thinking. Yeah. 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 And what are some of the major polarities that we've been seeing right now? Well, health and the economy is one. Yep. Right? Like we have, that was, it's still ongoing. I think it was really significant at the beginning of the pandemic. And Dr. Barry Johnson brought that out in his book. Right. And, mm-hmm. um, you know, that this was one of the ones that we were really facing. What's the other one? The individual freedom and the common good. And that's probably more prevalent right now with just the whole vaccination issue and, yeah. yeah, wearing masks, not, not wearing, wearing masks. masks, you know, people making decisions that are impacting the greater good, the whole. Yeah. And so those are kind of some ongoing things that we have to, you know, that are polarities that we're really having to manage on an ongoing basis. They really never go away. They were present before. They just right. really became exacerbated right. in the time of this pandemic and through the surges, you know. So that's why we bring those up because there's something everybody is experiencing and will continue to experience um, you know, well beyond the pandemic. And those were just two examples of many, but we just thought we'd stick with two to keep this podcast within its normally <laughs> scheduled time. <laughs> and they're two, I mean, they are the biggest controversies, they right? Are. Right now People they are. People are polarized around mm-hmm. that. Their yeah. beliefs, their perspectives. And I think we're bringing it up here too to say, look, these are ongoing. They're polarity. This is a polarity. This isn't a problem. And we need to start to understand you know, each of these and both perspectives mm-hmm. and there can be hope in both of them. Absolutely. Right? Yeah. And, a, and a, greater, a greater good that can be served. Yeah. So the second step in dealing with polarization is really the polarity itself of candor and diplomacy. And um, it's a critical polarity just to kind of explore the challenges or the polarities or the problems, even problems, you need mm-hmm. candor and diplomacy. Sure. Um, so that you really can respect and deepen understanding of other people's perspective and their skill sets. And uh, it really helps get clarity on um, action going forward. And so we want to talk about candor and diplomacy today. And especially right now when we do have such extremes. Yeah. So we're going to spend some time talking about candor and diplomacy on this podcast, shine a light on it, um, and why it's so important. And, um, you know, and if you don't know, it's really helpful to explore a polarity. We keep talking about polarities. And we just also wanted to say that if you don't know what a polarity is, if you're listening for the first time, go back to episode number one, because that's where we explain what a polarity is. Yeah. And a little bit more about why it's important to manage them yeah. and leverage them. and But this is a really important one for healthy communication. And I think in all the challenging times and all the challenging perspectives that we have and the differing perspectives, you know, candor and diplomacy is really all about healthy communication. And we use both all the time when we're having healthy communication, right? Mm-hmm. It's that dance between yep. them. It's not like one time you're candid, one time like you're kind of using the combination of them in most of your conversations when you get really good at it and you understand how to leverage both. So let's just talk first about what is candor and what is diplomacy. So we're all on the same page about that. And we're defining candor really as a conversation is based on the speaker's 
honest beliefs and perceptions, right? Mm-hmm. They're just sharing that openly and honestly. Um, and diplomacy is really about the respect of the other, right? It's based on the sensitivity of the speaker toward the recipient that's receiving what's being brought forth. Right, right. right. So it's kind of that respect and sen- just being a little bit sensitive and, and aware, right? It's really about awareness. Yeah, so it's almost like um, what you bring and how you bring it. Yeah. That's what it's about. Well, darn. <laughs> we should have just said that. <laughs> what you bring and how you bring and it. How you bring All it. Right. <laughs> That's right. That's right. And as with every other polarity, you tend to have a preference poll. And I think this one is a, this one people really do have a preference poll. Um, it's been my experience. Well, well, they they always have a preference, poll, but it can be a little more obvious. I this think is it's a what, little bit more obvious. I think that's what you're trying to say. It's a little bit more obvious. Yeah, it yeah, is. Yeah, yeah, it's very yeah. obvious. So, what's yours? Well, my preference poll is diplomacy, without a doubt. And actually, in um, in my life, I have had to learn the importance of being candid, and that really emerged in my twenties when. Um, I went through a divorce. I was only married for a year and a half. And and one of my key learnings out of that is I was so diplomatic about everything when I should have been more candid (laughs) that I got into a lot of trouble with it. And I really didn't realize it. And a lot of it goes back to how you grew up, how it was role modeled, um, just never saw a lot of conflict in my family growing up. So when I encountered it, I kind of leaned way over in the diplomacy side so I had a lot of lessons around that. And still to this day, I do, I really appreciate candor. I'm much better at it, but my preferred poll is definitely diplomacy still. I have to work at the candor side. Yeah, but you do. Oh, yeah. You do. I mean, I, oh. and so for us, my preference is diplomacy too. So mm-hmm. when you're business partners, that could bring us into great trouble if we're not aware. Exactly. Because we have blind spots, right, around being diplomatic all Mm -hmm. the time and not being candid, right, with ourselves, with our clients, right, with the people that we coach. Um, So, you know, it's just really, and I think for me, it was probably more out of fear than anything else. I think most people are more diplomatic because they fear the repercussions of being candid. And candid doesn't have to be difficult or hard no. or harsher and it and it's not necessarily conflict right it, it's just speaking a truth your truth in that moment right what mm-hmm. you believe yeah but i think for me i probably was always a little bit more on the diplomatic being fearful of the repercussions of saying what was my truth and being candid and bringing it forth so and i think we've just been really working on be a great balance of both and using both and doing it in a really very respectful way, mm-hmm. right? And and it's one of our core values in our business. It so is. So we actually revisit it every 90 days. How are we doing? How are we doing with this? Yep. How are we with each other, with our clients? Yep. And it's been very helpful. Yeah. Very yeah, helpful. Well, you got to be vigilant, vigilant and mindful. Yeah. Right? To, to balance it. All right. We are about halfway through this episode of Healthcare's Missing Logic podcast. And we want to take a moment to share that we are very excited about a new program we've released. Let's face it, you and your teams have been through some incredibly stressful times, and it's challenging to know how to support the team and still take care of yourself in the process. We help healthcare leaders become thriving, resilient, and unstoppable leaders. 
We've recently created a new self-study program titled Hearing for Others Without Neglecting You. In this self-study, you will begin to develop polarity intelligence to leverage the tension in your life and create your own personalized strategy for balancing caring for your team and you. Go over to missinglogic.com forward slash new dash events to learn more and enroll today. So in both of our frameworks that we work with clients with in healthcare, both the dynamic balance effect framework that we work with healthcare leaders on and our healthy healing organization or H2O framework that we work with healthcare organizations in, dialogue, healthy relationships are integrated or they're part of polarity intelligence. Mm -hmm. So it all kind of goes together and there's great synergy when you think about the candor and diplomacy polarity. Because you need you need those. You need dialogue, you need healthy relationships, and you need to be able to discern, is it a polarity or a problem or both? And we've been working with um, a group of our clients that are part of our Court of Support membership, so they're leaders from around the country, and we do deep dives on polarities together, and they really wanted to do a deep dive on candor and diplomacy because they're in the middle yeah. of it, right? They're leaders in healthcare. They're having incredible conversations with staff right now, with patients and families. So we recently, uh, we recently did a polarity map on candor and diplomacy, and again, bringing out what we need to do to have healthy communication uh, with this particular polarity. Yep. So I'm going to share with you from that work some of the positive outcomes of candor, like why candor is so important. And when you um, bring candor to a conversation, like what are some of the things that you see, like what shows up? And uh, one of the positive outcomes is that individuals take a stand for what they believe in and they just put it out there on the table so you know where people stand. That's a positive outcome of being candid. And the other uh, positive outcome is that individuals are able to engage in healthy dialogue about things that matter to them. Again, it's sharing it. Everyone knows where they stand and what's important to them. And you also invite others to freely freely express themselves um, Mm -hmm. because you want to get other people's opinions when you're strong on the candor poll. And another benefit of being candid is that we can get resolved to issues quicker. Because everyone's thoughts and concerns are right on the table. Well, and the true ones. The true ones. Like the real ones. The real ones. Not the ones they think people want to hear, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Bring your truth. Bring bring your truth. Your Your belief. Yeah. And and it's out there. This is what I really believe, right? And my perspective or my point of view. Yeah. um, Or what I value. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I'm going to talk a little bit about the positive outcomes of diplomacy. Um, one is that individuals are curious about what others are thinking. So, you know, when you're diplomatic, you're really open, mm-hmm. right? You're receptive. You really want to know um, what others are thinking and you want to hear from them. The other is individuals are thoughtful about how they express themselves. So they're very sensitive, right, to the context of the situation, to the individuals, right? And so they pay attention to that. Um, I think that's a key piece mm-hmm. of diplomacy. Mm-hmm. The other is it's kind of like goes like with emotional intelligence, right? right. Like there's an emotional intelligence about awareness. the situation, that awareness, and they leverage that right to do that. Mm-hmm. Um, and they create an environment that's positive and open and receptive to hearing other perspectives. Um, so there's that, you know, um, 
respectfulness in a sense of this is a respectful environment and everything is all perspectives are welcome. Um, and then decisions are really made thoughtfully and intentionally in, when you're diplomatic, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So both good to both end. You, yeah. need, you need both of them for healthy communication and mm-hmm. to really explore um, different topics. And so, um, but what we know about polarities too is that if you do over-focus on one at the neglect of the other, you'll experience the negative outcomes. And sometimes it could be the very pull you love the most. So if you're candor, you know, if candor is your preference pull and you love it and you neglect the diplomacy side, um, you will start experiencing some of these negative consequences. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so individuals will just be very rigid in their thinking because they are just being candid, full speed ahead, <laughs> right? And individuals can get argumentative because they are bringing their truth so much. Mm-hmm. They're not thinking about the uh, diplomatic perspective. And um, people in the organization can actually abuse each other verbally. I mean, that's like... The really negative downside, but it can happen. It can get pretty aggressive. Yep. If you feel very strongly about something. Mm-hmm. And also the decisions will lack thoughtfulness. Um, they'll lack different perspectives. And so your decisions cannot be, um, you'll, you're just missing. They're, you're, they're you're pushed missing. through. They're like, pushed through. Right. This, this is how I feel. This is what we're doing. Right. Yep. Like kind of that. Let's just kind go. Of, let's go. Let's go on yep. with it. Chop, chop, chop. <laughs> it can, <laughs> can kind of be that way. Yeah. 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 On the other side, if you're really in the downside of diplomacy, in other words, you're just diplomatic all the time. There's no candor. Um, then there's a downside to that, too. And individuals are reluctant to express what they really think. Mm-hmm. So here's where you're not getting the truth. You're not getting the honesty, right? right? You're not getting the real perspective. You're getting what other people you think other people want to hear. You're avoiding the conversation, the real discussion that needs to happen, right? Because you think it's going to be difficult. Um and so you're, you know, you're not getting that truth and you're avoiding uh, difficult discussions about the things that, you know, are concerning to you. Um, you're holding back, in other words, right? And individuals, um, they walk on eggshells avoiding saying those things, right? right. That they think mm-hmm. will not be welcomed or heard or accepted. Or trigger someone. Yeah, or trigger somebody. (laughs) And then you know what happens? Issues drag on because nobody's bringing the truth. I mean, this is all if you're really way over-focused on diplomacy. Um, So that's kind of the downside of that. Right. And I think people know (laughs) when they're there. And we'll talk about that in a minute. Oh, yeah. Yeah, they know. Mm -hmm. So it's really good to think about what your preference pull is when it comes to candor and diplomacy and and, uh, you know, some people are really, really great at both. Um, and some people really favor, you know, so it's really good to do that self-reflection. Um, and then when it comes to the dialogue skills uh, to really kind of bring into that conversation, because candor and diplomacy is all about dialogue, it's how you communicate. Mm-hmm. Um, we did also want to suggest that if you haven't listened to Healthcare's Missing Logic podcast episode number 53, It is actually called Beyond Polarization. Dialogue is a tool to expose fears, understand resistance, and generate hope and wisdom. So that is also a great kind of counter, you know, equal compliment. It's a package. It's a package with this podcast. (laughs) It's a compliment. (laughs) And then um, just practice both. Practice your candor. Practice your diplomacy. You know, starting today. 
And I'm going to give you just a couple different examples of action steps for each of these polls. So when it comes to candor um, and actually end diplomacy, for both of these, it's really important to be self-aware of what your preferences and what your communication style is and use it appropriately. And we actually have that as an action step for both. Which means it's a priority. Which means it's a priority. Yeah. So be aware. Anytime you have an action step for both polls that's the same, it's a high priority because you're going to get bigger bang for your buck. You are. Right? You're you gonna are. You're going to get more outcome. Yeah, positive outcome. And then to uh, another action step for candor is to really leverage those dialogue principles because they help you. They help you bring out what you do believe. Um, they also help you listen to other people. They help you to engage others in you know, asking questions and inquiry. Because sometimes when you're really coming from a candor strength, that's your preference, um, it gets really, you can really have a lot of advocacy. This is just what I believe. This is what I believe. So if you really embrace all the dialogue principles, it will really help you have the positive outcomes of candor. Well, and I think the other thing when the dial, you know, you mentioned the the listening and the, you know, I, I think it's a silence mm-hmm. and the intention that are so important. It's phone off. On silence. It's Bonnie Wazor calling. Sorry. We got to stop. Did that. It's on silence. I'll just turn it off. Okay. So I talked about that, and then you said, I think it's the silence. Okay. So, okay. I'll say. <clears throat> So you mentioned a couple of the elements of the dialogue principles, mm-hmm. but, you know, two additional ones that I think really make a difference when it comes to candor is intention, mm-hmm. right? Because when you're being candid, you have to be very intentional. And then also just the silence, like pausing to let other right yes. perspectives come in after you have been candid. Right. I think those two things can be so powerful and can help somebody who's being candid be effective. Right. Exactly. Yeah. That's those why are those are points. so important. Yep. Right. Part of the principles. Yeah. Yeah. And then uh, as far as diplomacy, another action step is just to be clear on what the agenda is that you want to bring forward. Right. Or again, that goes back to intention too. Um, but people that are candid, they kind of want you to get to the point so you can be diplomatic, but it's helpful if you're really clear on your agenda. So it, it, being diplomatic in a meeting, obviously, but even your agenda in a conversation just with another person, mm-hmm. right? Sure, sure, yeah. Clear agendas. Clear agendas. Yeah. Well, and, you know, the other thing is, um, as you're practicing this, is to be aware of when you're not doing either one of them very well. (laughs) Or, you know, you're kind of having some struggles. So another thing is just to kind of be aware of the warning signs for yourself. Mm -hmm. So when you have that awareness, you are aware when you may be struggling a little bit with one or the other. And so, you know, an early warning sign for candor would be... um, if you're feeling remorseful or feeling any regret about maybe how the words were spoken, that would give you an indication that you were kind of overemphasizing the candor part mm-hmm. and that you may need a little bit more diplomacy. So anytime you have a conversation, you think, oh, man, 
I shouldn't have said that. I didn't say it right. I didn't, right? That's a sign that maybe you want to, you know, just again, heighten that awareness and next time be a little bit more aware. Um, The other thing is if people are shutting down in your presence, like you're being way too forceful or way too candid and you're shutting people down, like you're closing them off. um, That's another sign that maybe you're just being a little bit too much candid and mm-hmm. just a little bit more diplomacy sprinkled in would be helpful. <laughs> <laughs> now on the other side, we can be way too diplomatic, right? And there's mm-hmm. early warnings for that too. Um, and, you know, people can shut down and candor because of avoidance or adversity, but they can also shut down on the diplomacy side right. because they become apathetic, mm-hmm. right? So people aren't engaging. They're shutting down because they're, they just, they're just so apathetic, right, about the situation. Right. Does it matter what I say anyway? Yeah. So Just when you go. have early warning signs on both sides, they have to be unique to the pole. Like the, this one's unique to candor. The other is unique to um, diplomacy. But you can have the same one, but yeah. kind of the specific context of it. Um, and then the other is the meeting after the meeting. And I don't can't tell you, I bet... Uh, I think I've seen so many meetings after the meeting. It's a phenomenal occurrence, right? Like it happens all the time because... People are being diplomatic and they're not saying in the meeting their truth. They're not being candid about their perspective. They're holding it back and then they're telling other people outside of the meeting what their perspective is, but they're not bringing it in the place where they need to bring it. So that's a big sign. If you're having the meeting after the meeting, you got to sprinkle some candor in your diplomacy. Easy as that. Just sprinkle Just it gotta in. Just got to have a little bit more, a little bit more, right? So you don't have yeah. to have the meeting after the meeting, and you're actually saying what you think at the time when it's appropriate to say it to the people that need to hear it, mm-hmm. right? Right. And exactly. that's really what it is. And if you don't do these things, right, if you don't get this balance of both, um, you know, you're not only going to have, like, ineffective and unhealthy communication, you're going to be frustrated with the conversations you are having, right? Mm-hmm. They're going to continue to be frustrating. Either there's going to be too much or not enough. Um, you're going to experience a lot of tension, tension, a lot of tension. And the same issues are going to keep swirling because you're not having the right combination, right, to have thoughtful decision-making and truth come out, right? So that you can make the best decisions and have that healthy conversation. Exactly, exactly. And when you are really balancing this polarity really well, and um, it, just imagine if every conversation you had was a healthy conversation. I mean, what a gift, (laughs) right? What a gift. Well, ours are all healthy conversations. We have that gift every day. I know, we're so blessed. (laughs) (laughs) We are. (laughs) And just... Everyone, um, they mean what they say and they say what they mean in that different outcomes if everyone was able to do that. And that's a successful balancing of candor and diplomacy. And everyone feels respected. Everyone feels heard because they're getting their perspectives out. And everyone feels respected. And that feels really, really great. Yeah. And feels really great. The true leaders, the thriving, resilient, unstoppable leaders, they're leveraging candor and diplomacy in all their conversations, and they're aware of their preferences, mm-hmm. and they have the awareness of you know how to how to do the dance, how to blend the two, to really have that healthy communication and increasing it's increased their capacity for difficult conversations and to navigate those and to leverage both candor and diplomacy. And it's really a fun one to practice. Yeah. Well, you know what? I, I think it is. 
I don't know that it's so much fun. (laughs) (laughs) I think it's fun when you get on the other side of it because your conversations are just so much better, right? Yeah. But I think in the midst of it, you can feel that tension. And sometimes you have that regret. That's not necessarily fun to feel the regret, you know, or like, oh, I should have said that. I didn't say that. But you're learning. And that's the fun part, right? Like you're learning, you're growing, you're evolving. And that's what feels really good. I mean, I think that feels good. Yeah, it does. It feels good. Yeah. 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 Michelle well, has fun with everything fun she does. Everything <laughs> she thinks everything is just fun. <laughs> well, not everything, but I won't tell you what she doesn't think is fun. <laughs> oh, well, it's certainly a polarity worth practicing today. Candor diplomacy, we hope you found this oh, very helpful. Yeah. It is a very needed skill today for many, many, many different reasons. And yeah. so that's why we brought it forward in the podcast today. And and uh, we're here as a resource. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Get out there and practice. Yep. Be aware. Give it a whirl. You got nothing to lose. I mean, you know, can't probably get any worse. So have some <laughs> conversations and learn the truth and make great decisions and just let it rip. That's right. <laughs> and, and we'll be here next and time. And we'll be here next time. That's right. And that's a wrap. So thank you for joining another episode of Healthcare's Missing Logic podcast. And we look forward to seeing you on another episode. That's right. So thank you. Stay safe and healthy and have great conversations. Yeah, we'll see you next time. Bye-bye. Bye. enjoyed this episode of Healthcare's Missing Logic podcast, now a top-rated podcast for healthcare leaders. Please share this podcast with other healthcare leaders and anyone else you think would benefit. We are certain that if you found value in it, they will too. If you haven't already done so, please hit that subscribe button so you don't miss any episodes. And also, it would mean the world to us if you took a quick moment to leave a rating and review on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, or your favorite podcast player. It helps to get the word out about our podcast and incredible guests. Be sure to subscribe to our YouTube channel if you want to watch our podcasts. You can also follow us on our Missing Logic social media channels, LinkedIn, Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Until next time.